In this shortcast, Dr. Claire Horgan discusses a retrospective cohort study of LibMLD for MLD, what we have accomplished and what opportunities lie ahead, published in June 2023. So our paper describes our first year real world experience of using LibMLD in MLD patients with the only licensed UK site for LibMLD. So we receive all of the UK referrals. We also receive referrals from elsewhere, but this paper focuses on the first year NHS experience. Now, for those of you unfamiliar with stem cell gene therapy, stem cell gene therapy offers an alternative to allogeneic stem cell transplant for lysosomal storage disorders. And it has a number of benefits through incorporating promoters into the vectors. We're able to produce supraphysiological enzyme levels within the recipient. And it also is associated with less risk than a conventional allogeneic stem cell transplant, which involves us using somebody else's cells. So then we have a risk of graft versus host disease, and that isn't an issue with this type of autologous stem cell gene therapy. So LibMLD was approved for NHS treatment back in February 2021. And right from that date, we were receiving referrals in Manchester for patients who wanted to be considered for stem cell gene therapy. Now, this licensing approval came with very strict criteria in that patients needed to have late infantile MLD and needed to be asymptomatic or they needed to have early juvenile MLD for which they also needed to be asymptomatic or in the very early stages of symptoms, but they still needed to have normal cognitive function and maintain the ability to walk independently. Now, this raises a number of issues because the majority of children who don't have a family history and are screened for MLD present with symptoms. So the majority of patients you're picking up newly in the clinic without a family history would be ineligible for stem cell gene therapy. And essentially, our paper summarises this first year experience of treatment on the NHS. We received 17 referrals for patients to be considered for gene therapy. And out of these, unfortunately, it was only four patients who were eligible to receive the treatment. We had two late infantile who were asymptomatic. They were both diagnosed following screening because they had siblings who'd been affected by MLD. So their families, unfortunately, had had to go through the devastating consequences of the condition. And then the other two patients, we had one early juvenile patient who had an older sibling who'd been diagnosed with early juvenile of the disease, but had disease that had progressed too far to be eligible for LibMLD treatment. And then the fourth patient was picked up very rapidly after parents had noticed a change in walking and maintained that ability to walk independently and had a cognitive level that made them eligible for treatment. So there were the four patients we did treat out of the patients who we were unable to treat. So um, the remaining 13 of the 17, the vast majority of those had symptomatic disease at presentation and the majority of those were the late infantile form as well. So particularly with the younger patients, once they've got symptoms, they're ineligible for treatment. And I think that's a really important point to be aware of. And so I think the main messages from this paper The four children who we've treated, they all engrafted, their gene therapy is working, they have enzyme levels at least of normal or higher than the normal level for what we would expect for someone without MLD, so the gene therapy is working. 
but we have this therapy available, yet still the majority of patients with MLD are ineligible. Now, we know from pilot screening programs and studies out of Germany and the States that newborn screening for this condition is available and it works. It does detect patients with the condition. And we've also run pilot newborn screening out of Manchester more recently as well and have detected a child with MLD based on that. So we have newborn screening available for this devastating condition. We have a treatment and yet still the vast majority of children who present are ineligible for this novel treatment. And so I think just to summarize, stem cell gene therapy for MLD is great if you have patients who are asymptomatic. The earlier we treat, the better, ideally without any symptoms at all. But whilst we don't have newborn screening available, there will continue to be more and more families who receive this devastating diagnosis and were unable to offer this form of therapy. And so I think collaboratively, we need to lobby for newborn screening programs to include MLD and enable us to treat all of these patients and give them the best chance possible. If you'd like to read our paper, which I'd encourage you to do so, click the link in the podcast description. Or if you want to go to JIMD Reports website, it's also available there. Thank you very much for listening. 